You're listening to Show Me Your Mic, a show that interviews other podcasters about their workflows, gear, and thoughts on podcasting. Your host is Chris Enns, and for Episode 7, he's joined by Adam Clark of the Gently Mad Podcast. All right, you're listening to Show Me Your Mic, as you heard in the intro, and uh, my guest today, as you also heard of heard in the intro, is Adam Adam Clark, who is a designer, developer based in Chattanooga, <laughs> Tennessee. He's the founder of Bottle Rocket, a web development company, and his podcast, as you heard in the intro, is called The Gently Mad, an interview show about what drives us as creators and connects us as people. He explores the stories, experiences, and insights of awesome folks who make awesome things. Hey, Adam. Hey, Chris. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And this is uh, actually the second time we've chatted, unlike some of the other guests I've had on the show who I don't know from Adam, so to speak. <laughs> uh, bad pun. I need the shop talk soundboard. Um, we, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we did a show, an episode of Too Lazy to Blog, which is another show I do here periodically, uh, talking about, uh, which one was that? That was the Google Reader yeah, Google Reader stuff. Yeah, I think we yeah, talked that's about what it was. And Twitter and all sorts of what's going to happen to the web kind of conversations. So, But anyways, today we're talking about your podcast, and uh, um, which just we were just chatting beforehand has been mentioned by .NET for, as one of the 30 favorite web designs, pod, web design-related podcasts, which is kudos to you for getting listed in there. <laughs> that's always nice. Um Maybe give, uh, I, I sort of read the bio, but what's sort of your, your pitch on why and how you, or sorry, the why, I guess, of, of your show? Um, well, it's kind of a, well, it's not necessarily a long story, but the, <laughs> um, I, I had always, I've always been interested in podcasting and broadcasting and I was in journalism before I got into the web. And so it was something that always interested me, but I just never did anything about it. So I guess this is kind of the origin story of it. But um, last year, I just uh, wanted to sort of pick one of the side projects that I had the many, uh, one of the many side projects that were sort of um, in the hopper, as it were, and just pick one and go with it. And the podcast was the one that was the most interesting to me. And I think the reason it stood out is because I love going to conferences, uh, because I love to get to see people that I know online and on Twitter and hang out and grab a beer and catch up. And I love those conversations and uh, I kind of missed having those conversations. And also I wanted other people to be able to sort of listen in on those conversations because they were always great for me and inspiring and just kind of catching up with people. So that was the idea for the show was to sort of recreate that a little bit and have those conversations with people and hopefully, um, you know, other people would find them interesting. Uh, but it was really more selfish than it was <laughs> about <laughs> other people because I just love uh, talking. These these Most of the people that have been on the show are, are friends of mine. And um, it was kind of like, hey, let's just hit the record button and, you know, uh, record these conversations. And that that's kind of how it started. Yeah, and it's uh, – so you're up to – where are we? Nine episodes as of, as of this recording, which will actually – probably by the time this comes out, you may be at 10 or 11 – um, yeah. When it's actually this, our episode of, of Show Me the Mic, Show Me Your Mic is released. But um, yeah. And uh, just from a uh, design perspective, I guess, 
Also, congrats on a, a really well-designed podcast site. Often, <laughs> I know that's, it, it, we often talk on this show, I guess, about getting the content out there and figure the rest out later, which is, it's a good, it's a valid thing to do because you could, I know you and I and others could spend days, weeks obsessing about fonts and typography and styles and colors and CSS and et cetera, which is all well and good, but often that ends up being where it sits and then the podcast never actually <laughs> releases, but you managed to do both. So kudos to you on that as yeah, well. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a, uh, I don't, and I don't consider myself a designer at all. And so I was kind of happy that it turned out as well as it did. Like for me, design just, it's either kind of a happy accident. Like it just happens to work out or it's terrible. And <laughs> this one just happened to work out, but it was also kind of an experiment in uh, shipping something quickly. So I went from the idea of I'm going to do a podcast to publishing the first episode in 13 days. And that was kind of a, that's the reason the design kind of ended up the way it did is I didn't really have the time to obsess <laughs> over everything so much. Yeah. And uh, which I guess is a good thing. It turned out better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I love the color palette even. I mean, it's, it's a nice clean design, but then the colors that you've used and stuff sort of just draw everything out and lead your eye very well. And, and I'm like you, I'm even more of a hack when it comes to design and either it's, it works or it's nine times out of 10, it's horribly awful. And then I, <laughs> work with a designer friend to help pretty it up. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so where did, what's the genesis of the name, the gently mad? Is there a reference there that I'm not familiar with? It's, I'll be, uh, yeah, sort of. Um, the gently mad was the name of my blog like 10 years ago when I was in college. And, uh, the name came from, there's actually a book called among the gently mad. And it was a book about book collecting. So that just shows how much of a nerd I was uh, <laughs> in college that I'm reading a book about book collecting. And <laughs> it was just a great book, though, and I loved it. And because um, I was like a uh, linguistics and literature major and all that stuff. So I was into all that stuff in college and loved collecting old books. So that was the title of it. And I instantly loved the title. And it kind of uh, stuck as my online name throughout the years, various blogs that I launched. And then when I thought about doing the podcast, I just felt like it was a good name uh, in terms of what it signified. And I guess getting to that, kind of what it signifies, the author who wrote that book um, came up with that name because there was another author who uh, said that book collecting was like a gentle madness. You know, <laughs> it was a <laughs> It was uh, the least of infirmities, I think, was his thing uh, or the phrase that he used. But it stuck out to me because I kind of felt like uh, for me in life, there's always that search for meaning and purpose and in a way that can feel like a gentle madness, you know, <laughs> like you're always thinking about it and always, uh, you know, you know, not to get too deep and, you know, existential, but sort of that search for meaning. And that applied, I felt, to the podcast because uh, the conversations that I have with people don't tend to be focused on their work as much as just who they are and why they do what they do. So it has all those kind of deeper meanings that obviously no one but me knows about. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the listeners of this show and there you go. And I had the domain, so. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, 
that's the other 90% of the, the equation often. <laughs> the interesting thing about that domain, though, is that I had it for years and all my blogging attempts pretty much failed. And one time I forgot to renew it and someone else snapped it up. And I was really bummed about that because I'd had it for, you know, years. And so I just waited. You know, it was kind of like the eBay thing. I'm just sitting there waiting for that to expire. And whenever it expired, they uh, did not renew it as well. So I, I snapped it back up. <laughs> That's funny. So there was a couple of years in there, like 07, where I didn't have it. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of stuck. <laughs> That's interesting. That's I think one of the first times I've heard of the, a story like that where you let a domain go go and then you end up coming back to it and getting it back. I guess without having to pay an arm and a leg too. That's yeah. So I have them all set to auto renew now. Yeah, <laughs> so that doesn't happen again. That's a good word of advice for podcasters too, who maybe again aren't. You and I are. You know, we do that for a living with our our uh, day job, so to speak, of helping people with websites and stuff. But yeah, setting your domain. My SSKTN dot com is actually up for renewal here in a few days and I'm always I don't know why I'm always dumb about like instead of just renewing it right away I set a reminder and I'll do, you know do it the day before and as if there's some plot to charge me more yeah. money or something like yeah. why don't I just do it and then I'll, I'll you know I'll probably I'll be gone or something or get hit by a bus or something and won't be yeah. able to <laughs> anyways that's discussion for another show um, talk to me a bit about uh, just going to workflows and you know software and all that kind of stuff what uh, what kind of gear are you using to to record the gently mad man i'm the, the worst person to talk about this because i have no <laughs> gear and it's just like the most basic setup um but i did that on purpose because i tend to be someone who uh, when i get interested in something like i just i'm i'm 200 in you know and i'll go and buy all this equipment and this massive setup for which is way more than you need to start so i really had to resist that i was i was on amazon looking at mixers and all this stuff and then i was like wait a minute wait a minute i have never even done a podcast before who knows if this is going to go beyond one episode so before <laughs> i spend like two thousand dollars <laughs> i'm just yeah. gonna you know um see what happens and and i haven't actually upgraded the you know any of the equipment or the workflow so uh thankfully i had i had a, a road podcaster mic from the previous year when i was recording a few screencasts so i already had the mic um and I don't really, as far as hardware goes, um, there isn't any of the hardware right now. It's just that goes into my computer. And um, what else were you asking about software, I guess? Yeah, so uh, software that you use for recording. Um, and then you're, it's all the shows, I think, are just you and one other person, right? So you're yeah, you're doing the Skype so, thing? Or? Yeah, doing Skype. And there's a little application called Call Recorder which you can use to record Skype conversations and then, um, you know, split the tracks or split the, um, the two people into separate tracks. And so that's what I use. And uh, I use Adobe Audition for editing because I had, and the only reason I use that is because I had a subscription to the creative, their creative cloud service. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had messed around with GarageBand a little bit, but um, I couldn't get it to sound the way I wanted it to sound. So, uh, and again, I didn't want to spend a lot of money on Logic or Pro Tools or anything like that. So, uh, an audition is pretty powerful. It's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool piece of software. If I was going to go buy something, I don't know if I would buy that one just because I don't know. Everyone talks about how great Logic and Pro Tools are, but I had this, so uh, I just stuck with that. 
Yeah, I think that's that's also a reoccurring theme too of this show is you know using the tools you have, especially in the early days, to just try it out before you spend. Yeah, money and time. I mean, every single person who's ever you know walked down the path or in their head, anyways, of podcasting has gone right away to like let's check out Dan Benjamin's gear guide and let's check out <laughs> all whoever yeah. your podcast uh Cliff Ravenscraft is another guy podcastanswerman.com who has gear guide and stuff and you sort of obsess over that and look at the mixer and think oh it'd be awesome and I'm the guilty guy who spent the stupid money and <laughs> has the mixer here but end up you know doing shows like this with two people and don't really need <laughs> anything more than that so like I said to, to previous guests I think um Good job on resisting because yeah. <laughs> there's only a couple times I've been able to resist in my life. <laughs> Most of the time it's, I just, I can't, you know, I pull out the credit card and do it. Yeah. But, um, uh, this time I, you know, again, that's, that's part of the beauty. I think of, um, I was really inspired by, uh, Josh Long and Drew Wilson, um, when they were writing that book execute and this was before the book came out, but that was part of it is I was like, I want to do this and I'm just going to do it quickly. Cause I tend to, obsess over the details forever until finally I'm just so stressed out about the whole thing. It's like, forget it. I don't do it at all. So <laughs> this was intentional. I'm just going to minimum viable product kind of mindset, just get it out there. So I just used what I had and, um, you know, uh, just launched it. So hopefully I will upgrade equipment sometime soon because I'm kind of a nerd in that way. I'm, you know, I'm interested in all the little details and, um, the gear so that's that's part of the fun of it you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure yeah and even still it's even if um even if to, for 90 percent of your audience it doesn't change the sound at all it still is that's part of the fun of podcasting is getting to play with the gear just like part of the fun of web design is getting to play with all the code that nobody yeah. maybe ever really appreciates <laughs> yeah sometimes so um adobe edition actually is it's an interesting discussion and uh and i'd be like obviously you know down the road or whatever if if you do change I'd be curious to have you come back on and and chat cuz I've heard of there's there's camps you know in in podcasting where so, folks swear by Adobe Audition other folks swear by Logic some swear by Pro Tools and uh, cuz Adobe Audition just recently well maybe it's been a while now a year or two returned to the Mac cuz it was it wasn't available on the Mac for a while and uh so I've heard good things about it I know uh who did I read recently? Marco Arment, I think, is using it for his uh, oh, cool. podcast. But anyways, it's, um, and I know, again, the, there's one guy, Cliff Ravenscraft, who is one of, somebody that I sort of followed for a while to yeah. figure out how to do stuff on podcasting, and I, uh, he swears by it. So, um, Yeah, his tutorial videos were pretty helpful in, uh, you know, when I was trying to figure out how to do some stuff, and... Thankfully, I also have a subscription to lynda.com, and they had a course on um, Adobe Audition CS6 Essentials or whatever, which, you know, I'm not an audio engineer in any way. You know, I don't know how to do anything. So <laughs> without yeah. some of those tutorials, I, I would have been completely lost. So, Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, particularly the tweaking levels and all that kind of stuff, and I'm still, I'm still learning this. <laughs> <laughs> Until it's uh, yeah, it's a long, long road, and I apologize to anybody who hears any weird <laughs> audio things on this show because you would think a, a podcast that's about podcasting would have it all together, but uh, <laughs> sadly, that's not always the case. Um, well, it's probably my fault because I uh, I have a home office and there's a lot of uh, noise around <laughs> here. If you hear dogs, it's it's my neighbor, you know. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, no, and that's actually something I I keep forgetting to ask every guest. I just just think I you know had done the interview. The previous episode is with Sean Blanc, and um, forgot to even ask him what what mic he's using because we got on some other tangent related podcasting, but didn't actually go into it. Because I think it would be interesting. I'll have to start tagging the episodes so that people can hear. And obviously, there's a Skype issue, but you know, you've got the Road Podcaster, so this is what Skype sounds like over the Road Podcaster with all my setup being the same, all things else being equal. You know, compare that to episode with so and so who has a different gear and and stuff, and people can maybe hear hear a difference as long as I don't mangle the the audio yeah. too much on my end. <laughs> well, I think too that it's not. Um, I mean, the gear is definitely important, and like I said, it's part of the fun. You know, if you're doing this, you're probably a little bit of a nerd in that sense and are interested in in the gear. But um, yeah, I don't know that it's uh, you know spending a lot of money on gear isn't going to make you sound like Dan Benjamin, you know? <laughs> so, um, which is, you know, I'll tell you one thing I did that when I was, tra- cause I don't know anything about the mixing and the EQing and all that. But, um, when I was first setting up those settings in audition, so basically my, I have a, I have like presets saved now that just apply EQs and compression and various stuff that I set up, um, when I first started and one of the things I did was it, I really liked, for example, how Dan Benjamin's voice sound, a few other podcasters that just sounded really good. So I just, you know, um, played a loop of them talking and then played a loop of me talking and kept just adjusting levels and settings until I got it to sound as close to that as possible. <laughs> so, huh. um, you know, because at, at first, like, I didn't know, well, do I... Do I want to boost this or decrease that? And, you know, yeah. I, I really had no reference, you know, to know just by listening to it. I wouldn't know this sounds good. I mean, I wouldn't know if it sounds good or bad, but you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't know this needs a little little less bass or a little more of this or that. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Yeah, I hadn't actually thought of that, which is that's a mix. And um, again, there's probably folks out there who are like <laughs> smacking their forehead thinking, why wouldn't you have done that a long time ago? But um, like to me, I mean. Um, but that's, you know, taking the principles of, again, in, in this case, you and I both work on the web and that's kind of the, the nature of web design. You look at someone else's source code and sort of figure out, okay, this is how they did yeah, that. Exactly. And you don't copy it outright, but you're, you take inspiration from that and you just kind of, you know, you take bits of code and apply it to yours and then mix, remix it and stuff. And, and that idea, I think, yeah, it works really well. Cause, cause yeah, there is, uh, certainly that's something at a technical level that I haven't even gotten into in this show is, you know, specific settings and and stuff because i think it is so variable for each person but there at the same time there is um general principles that you can learn from from different folks and and to get a nice sound so um i'd have to think i wonder maybe you probably know this i know that you can do this in logic uh, and i would assume adobe has the ability um and whether people would want to share this i guess but would you i don't know if this is i'll ask you and you can say no to share that the <laughs> no, setting the preset or whatever would you yeah sure it's something yeah, it's, we can it's, it's um i don't know how to i don't yeah. know if you can export um <laughs> someone out like, there is like yelling at their their podcast player right now like, <laughs> just hit the export <laughs> but anyways probably yeah i don't know enough about the software to know if there's a way to export those uh like presets where then you could someone if if you were using audition you could just download them as well but um we'll sort and it I out i don't know exactly how well they would you know, it all depends on your voice, I yeah. think, um, how you're going to EQ and compress things. Although I've found that the settings I have, I haven't altered 
for any of the guests. Um, obviously, they were based on my voice, but uh, they seem to work. So yeah, <laughs> and I don't yeah. know enough about what I'm doing to um, <laughs> if I try to tweak it too much, it's just going to get worse. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's I mean, we'll see if I'll put it in the show notes if it is, you know, a link somewhere or whatever, wherever we want to throw it up. But um, if, if we can work, if that's something both you want to do and we figure out how to do, then we'll throw it in the show notes, which you can find at SSKTN.com. If you look for show me your mic, and this is episode seven. Um, and uh, we'll throw some presets on there. That's yeah, that's kind of an interesting idea. I guess we'll see, because I think it gives people a starting point, anyways. And if it's, you know, we're we're it's the podcasting as a community is is a hard thing to sort of share stuff with, and um, because it's well, it's even I know I talked to Mike Hurley about this in another episode where it's hard to even promote each other's shows in a way. Like you can write a blog post about it, but you don't really get the easy pull quotes from like you do from someone else's blog post. And so sharing an episode is just kind of like pointing people to it and you liked it, but there isn't really the same kind of context given. So yeah. Anyways, (laughs) um, on that vein, I guess, as far as promoting a show and, and sort of getting word out there, what, uh, what has worked for you? What advice do you have? And, and, uh, Thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, see, that I told you when you asked me to be on the show that I'm not going to have any answers to these questions. That's okay. But, <laughs> the discussion um, is the good thing. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, man, like none of it is calculated. Like I, I'm not, <laughs> a, I'm not what I would consider to be someone who's good at promoting or selling or, you know, social media marketing or any of that kind of stuff. Stuff just happens, you know, and <laughs> I don't really know why it happens. Um, but uh, like, you know, kind of like with, with bottle rock in my business, it's just been referral since day one. And, and thankfully, you know, that's worked, you know, stuff has come in and kind of the same thing with the show. Um, uh, you know, the guests usually are, are, are super nice and they'll, they'll tweet about the episodes and, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I did really, I, I didn't really do anything. I mean, I put up the site and, you know, got a Twitter account and got it into iTunes and asked people to rate it for me in iTunes. And, uh, um, most of the, the audience or success of the show, I guess, is just because, uh, the guests are so awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. um, and that was, you know, I have I know for sure that if this if it hadn't been an interview based show, um, no no one would be listening to this show, uh, the gently mad. I mean, uh, because you know it's it kind of blew my mind a little bit um, because I've done various things, blogging, side projects, other things, and never really amassed any sort of following over the years. But uh, this podcast kind of blew up, and I think it's just because. Um, Again, the guests are awesome, and they're people that have a lot of great things to say and a lot of great opinions and advice, and uh, and that's why people listen. I mean, that's why I would listen. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's I know that's the uh, I think for somebody who's starting out in podcasting, to it's a consideration. And I forget which episode we've talked about this already, but there'll be re- reoccurring themes throughout the show, and and that's fine. So if you're bored of this particular <laughs> tangent, just skip ahead maybe two minutes or whatever. But um, you know, in deciding to do a show, do you do a, a, a just a discussion show with you and a couple of buddies, and that's what it is? And you sort of you each know your audience that you bring to the show, obviously already, and that's probably where it's going to land until you know something starts to spread slowly. Where versus um, you know, sort of your model, I guess, and, and similar models of interview shows where your guest brings the audience, and 
good or bad, <laughs> depending on the guest, obviously, um, in terms of size and whatever. But you know, they bring the audience to you, and and then your your show is, in a sense, can be at the mercy of the guests, right? Like, sure. Um, and that's I know I've struggled with that too with another show I do called Welcome to the Internet, where again interviewing folks that I was in, it's look just like you, like inspired by someone and want to talk to them about how and why they do what they do, and and then you just call them up and they actually agree to do your podcast and you're like oh crap now i have to (laughs) figure out what i'm gonna ask them but yeah and uh well that's the great thing about um the way i wanted to do this show is i really don't prepare much because it's not topic focused it's it's pretty topic agnostic i would say uh because it's really just about the topic is the person so it's not so much um you know uh, trying to get their opinions on a piece of work they did where I would have to do some research. And I mean, I do a little bit of research, but mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to keep, I kind of want to keep it fresh too. I mean, this could sound like just an excuse for being lazy, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't study because I wanted the <laughs> test to feel fresh. Yeah. No, uh, um, I kind of do want the show to have as much of, uh, you know, that fresh feeling as possible where I'm not, I'm, I'm trying not to guide the conversation too much and, you know, just have a list of questions that, you know, I have to get in. Um, it's really wherever they want to take the show. And, you know, part of it was, okay, so let me back up just a little bit. There, you know, there were a lot of, there are a lot of interview shows. And, you know, when I thought, well, I'm going to do this show, one of my first thoughts was, well, there's already so many of these and there's so much better and, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, this isn't going to be successful or whatever. And I reached out to some people that were doing shows that I respected. And uh, Tim Smith, I think he, he was on the show before. Yeah. And also to Mike Curley of 70 Decibels. And I just really appreciated the advice they gave me. They were like, listen, if you want to do it, do it. It doesn't matter if there are other shows out there like it. Um and that's something I've always struggled with is, you know, uh, just sort of stepping out and doing something, you know, because there's there are really kind of no unique ideas anyway at this point. <laughs> so uh, they were just really encouraging to say, if this is if, do the show you want to do and, and don't think about, well, is anyone going to listen or what if no one listens and that kind of thing. And I think we're all lying if we don't admit that we think about that stuff, you know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but in other words, their advice was if you do a show because you want to get a bunch of listeners and you, and you have to – you try to make it calculated in that sense, then you might get a lot of listeners, but you're probably going to end up not really enjoying what you're doing. So – so yeah, that's, you know, I, I don't know how I got off on all that. I don't even know if you asked me a question. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped recording about 10 minutes ago. You just been talking. No. <laughs> no, something in there, uh, no, I've lost what I thought you, uh, something that actually, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft, not to keep referencing him too much or, or whatever, but um, he had said, and now I, no, I'm having a brain fart here. Okay, what were we talking about? Picking a guess. No. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My own joke derailed my own brain. So, well, maybe it'll come back to me. There's something that he had said. Um, this is where recording a podcast, it's tough because I was actually thinking, I want to rewind right now and just go quickly. I guess I could technically I could stop it and we could, but I, I don't like breaking up the flow of stuff. But um, anyways, um, on the subject of guests, I guess scheduling and stuff, that's, uh, I don't know if people often realize how much of a, 
I don't know if it's a, it's not a pain, I would say, but just a, a struggle or a, a lot of work it is to schedule guests. If you're going to have a, you know, like you, you're doing a regular show and you want to have guests lined up and in your case, you're doing it, you're not recording it live, right? You're recording ahead of time, releasing it on a, on a schedule. Um, any tips or suggestions as far as guest scheduling and, and that kind of stuff, arranging things. And I'm looking for advice here cause I struggle with that one. Yeah. Um, I have been recording on Tuesdays and releasing the episode on Thursdays. And then a couple of weeks ago, I, I don't know what I did, but I lost like my whole half of the conversation, like my half of the conversation did not record. Oh, so, um, I was actually thinking about going in and listening to the other person and <laughs> re-recording over, like, you know, re-recording all my questions. And uh, that just sounded so time-consuming. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked if they would be willing to re-record, and they were, which was awesome. And so we re-recorded that episode. So I missed a week. So now I'm actually like a week ahead. So I'm recording a week before the show airs because I – I guess that leads into the scheduling part of it. Um, I've been trying to book about a month out. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so if something, if something were to happen to, a, you know, a particular episode, there'd really be no way. I can't move everything. I can't move everything down a week because I've already, I try to be really respectful of these people's schedules because, you know, they're obviously busy and they're taking time out to do the show. So, you know, we pick a date and, and that's what I, you know, stick to. So, again, I ramble, and I think your original <laughs> question was about scheduling. So when I started at the very beginning, I wanted to book the first four shows, which after I did that, well, so I booked the first four shows, and then I recorded the first one, and I was like, oh, man, this is way harder than Dan Benjamin makes it sound. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if I should have booked this far out because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, and... Um, but then, then it got easier, but so I've stayed, I've stayed booking, you know, about four or five weeks out. So basically like right now we're middle of March. So I, I would normally be, you know, trying to schedule people for April, but I'm actually already into the middle of May. So I, I won't like try to schedule any more episodes until, you know, the first couple of weeks of next month. Right. Yeah, which actually when we, again, this is, I'm doing the same thing right now with this show. So when, and I just do the scheduling fun, which is, you know, good. I ended up actually recording three episodes this week. Nor I was actually just going to do one, but it just worked out for the other two people that it had to be this week. And so I figured, I, I'm always torn on that, I guess, because it's um, something I talked about with Sean Blanc in episode six was, you know, doing streaming live and having, for his show, the, there was a certain sort of energy that came when they started streaming live. And, uh, so that's part of the thing that I'd like to build to. And, and I've experimented with that in the past, but yeah. So this show anyways is actually being recorded March 21st, but probably won't be released for a couple of weeks. And so in case somebody's got their head on <laughs> weird, wondering what's going on as far as timing. And that's, I think is a good tip for folks. Something that, like I said, I've struggled with wanting to record the show, get it out right away. So I would, in the past, I've like released three shows one week just cause I had three guests and you know, yeah. get it out there. Cause that's to, in my mind, I guess going back to like sort of the blogging world, well, you just put out a new post cause you have one. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And, uh, 
And I think like what you're experiencing and what I know others are much smarter than me have done is, you know, it's good to sort of pace yourself for one, have content, have an episode when you're not there, maybe if you're on holidays or whatever, get sick. But then also the audience can only consume so many or hear so many episodes of your, however amazing your show is, it, they're going to get tired of if it's all at once or every day or whatever. And uh, that's, I think, patience is a good idea too when it comes to scheduling. Yeah. I try to be really regular with it because that was uh, something that frustrated me about other podcasts I listened to that, you know, were very irregular in the scheduling so that, you know, it's a weekly show, but then three weeks go by and there's no episode. And I'm wondering where, you know, what's happened to the show. And um, I wanted it to be very regular. You know, every Thursday there's a new episode. And um, so far I've been able to do that. But like like you said at the beginning, we're only nine episodes in at this point. So <laughs> who knows if that'll continue. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's an interesting discussion too. I guess with this show I've been trying to, you know, have people of all – numbers of episodes like Sean is at over 300 episodes of his personal Sean today podcast that he does for members and stuff. And, and then, yeah, like well, Darren Moser was episode, another episode where he's actually just two episodes in. And so, yeah, all sorts of levels of, um, what's the word aptitude, I guess. And <laughs> yeah, makes for interesting discussions about podcasts. Cause then I think what's exciting is two or three months down the road here, if, as long as I schedule you properly, <laughs> You, you can come back on when you're whatever at episode 25 or whatever that'll end up being. Hey, I just wanted to stop and thank our sponsor for this episode of Show Me Your Mic, Sound Lounge by T-Bone. You can hear T-Bone in the intro and outro of this show. And if you're interested in getting T-Bone to voice something for you, maybe your own podcast intro, a vo- voiceover for a screencast or commercial for radio or TV, be sure to check out T-Bone over at the soundlounge.ca. Again, my thanks to T-Bone and Sound Lounge for sponsoring this episode of Show Me Your Mic. One other aspect that you... Uh, looks like you're doing okay with as a result of probably the, you know, some of the popularity I would guess is, is sponsorship. And, um, this is always a funny discussion with, with some podcasters and maybe I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but, um, it's something I think a lot of us sort of struggle with when to do it, how to do it. Um, and yeah, so you, you have a sponsorship page on your, on your site for folks. Mm -hmm. That's obviously not hidden. Yeah, and uh, um, and you know your sponsorship includes an ad in the episode sidebar, up to one minute spot at the beginning of the show. Mention the company and products when you tweet about the episode, and um, so yeah, just talk yeah, about. I actually s- need to change that. Oh, <laughs> I actually yeah. need to change that because that's not how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's the funny thing: a, a podcaster's website often gets neglected. I'm, I'm sure there's stuff on my site that's like, oh, that's not even something yeah. I do anymore because you get so focused as much as you and I live in the web world you get so focused on this podcast the audio side that you forget about the website sometimes so how- well I just uh, I, I put that page up there when I started mm-hmm. um, just because you know I figured at some point there would be a sponsor and that would be awesome but I didn't expect it to happen um, by this point um, I think uh, I got the first sponsor was for episode I think it was seven. I don't remember exactly, but I didn't, uh, and that had been in the works for a couple of weeks. So they contacted me out of the blue about a month in, and I was just at the point where I was thinking, well, maybe I'll try to approach some, you know, uh, companies about sponsoring, and then that just kind of happened. So, uh, mm-hmm. as I said, I wasn't expecting it really, and um, 
But I do have some thoughts on it, and, and the thoughts that I have all just come from other people. Like I said, um, if you're someone who's just getting into this or interested, I mean, just ask people. You know, <laughs> most people will be happy to um, tell you stuff, and that's <laughs> yeah. what I did. As I just, you know, I emailed up people that I thought were doing this well and asked them a million questions. And uh, like I said, those were mostly uh, Tim Smith and Mike Curley, and they were super gracious just to answer all the questions and kind of give me all the details of how they do it. And so I just decided, well, that's how I'm going to do it, you know, until I figure out a better way to do it. And so, yeah, well, I guess um, more specifically about, like, how to get sponsors or... Yeah, well, I guess in your case, not now knowing you know what you just said, that um, it you had, I think what I uh, my approach has been, anyways, to again, just like most other things, I guess that I've said is you know be patient, don't expect it to happen right away, um, etc. And then it has you know it's worked out for you that somebody has approached you, and that that's always fun and makes it a little easier, obviously, <laughs> when you're wanted as opposed to having to go pursue. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think like I, th- I think for people who are curious about that, I think I talked a bit about it with Mike Hurley in a previous episode of the show, which will be in the show notes too. So, um, probably presumably he gave you similar advice to what he talked to me about. And, uh, so folks can maybe go listen to him. Um, Tim Smith, who you referenced as well, was on this show a couple episodes ago and he went into some details on for his show, the East wing podcast as well on sponsorship. And, uh, so both of those could be good episodes to, tune in for um and i think yeah i think what oh go ahead sorry no no, go ahead i was just gonna say that had um uh circles conference who is my current sponsor not emailed me what i was going to do um was just approach a company whose product that i use and love and just offer them a deal you know Say I'm just getting started and I really love your product and would like more people to use it. And so, you know, um, would you be interested in sponsoring the show? That was going to be my plan was to just email a few a few people with that kind of um, offer and see what happened. But then it just it just so happened that I got a sponsor right before I was about to do that. So <laughs> I didn't actually <laughs> need to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, going back to the podcast itself and the, and the sort of production, I guess, what um and workflow and things sorry for jumping around a little bit but um no it's okay you're using it looks like well i can tell from the code obviously you're using wordpress uh, to manage the site um mm-hmm. any particular plugin of choice that you're using as far as podcast related stuff and and things like that or just sort of what'd you go yeah with? no pl- no no plugins um i think there are i think there there are some popular ones like a pod is it pod press i think mm-hmm. uh and a few other plugins, but I couldn't figure out how to. I was confused by the whole feed and RSS and and how does all that work. So I just went without any plugins and just kind of did my own setup. So I guess a walkthrough of that would be that I use um, uh, Libsyn for uh, hosting the files, and I don't really use, they offer a lot of features, um, and I don't really use any of them except for, I just basically use them as a CDN, and I went that route because it was a fixed monthly fee rather than a bandwidth-based fee, um, so (laughs) already at the beginning I was expecting millions of people to listen, (laughs) so, (laughs) (laughs) um, 
So I thought that was, and also like you mentioned, Cliff Ravenscraft and other people really spoke highly of them. So, so what I do is uh, I have a post and uh, in WordPress, and I will just use Libsyn to host my file, and then just paste the link in from that file into WordPress, and then I've got my WordPress feed pointed to FeedBurner, and FeedBurner is what goes to iTunes. So it's like a, it's sort of like a Libsyn to WordPress to FeedBurner to iTunes. Because I was most concerned with the iTunes feed, you know, because it has to be exactly right or they'll reject it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of the, that that's kind of the flow there. And I went with WordPress just because, again, I was trying to do it really quickly. And, you know, I think with podcasting, there's definitely something to be said of maybe doing something a little more custom. But I just wanted to do it super quick and get it out there. So used WordPress. Yeah. That's why I think, again, going back to, I don't know if you use WordPress a lot in your day job, but probably in web dev. I do, yeah. Yeah, it's the common language that you speak. And that's it's interesting, though, because of the, I'm just, I'll probably forget somebody, but I think of the people who work in the web dev industry who I've interviewed for the show who do podcasts as well, well, that's why they're on this show, obviously, but um, most of them, I think, use uh, Amazon S3 or some variation of yeah. an S, uh, CDN already. And that's probably because, again, their day job, they use that for other stuff, for serving up website media or content and and images and all that kind of stuff. And so it's just a natural thing that they'd go to. But yeah, for podcasting, it um, it does seem like a little backwards to use something like that where you're paying per download, per megabyte going out versus something like Libsyn. It all depends on the popularity of your podcast, obviously. But to me, it doesn't seem too long to to uh, work out that Libsyn's pricing, which varies yeah. from like five dollars a month to up to seventy five dollars a month if you're storing a lot of files. But you know, you and I, um, I don't know your numbers exactly as far as downloads, but I know like you could put up one episode a month, or in your case, say four a month. You're probably going to end up being under four hundred megabytes a month, so twenty bucks a month for your, yeah all your hosting and then it doesn't matter how many times it gets downloaded. It's kind of nice to know those limits, but anyways, that's a, just a advice. Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to do, I was going to do Amazon S3 because that's what a lot of other people used. But again, I was just worried that, uh, you know, let's say I did one episode that just happened to be popular, you know, the, yeah. the guest tweeted it and a bunch of people, you know, and then I was going to get hit with this big bill or whatever. So Libsyn is a little bit more money, up front, but it saves you from the potential uh, spikes. You know, if you if you you know you could have if you had one episode that was super popular and got downloaded a bunch of times, it, it could end up costing you, you know, four or five times what you normally pay. So I yeah. think it's I think Libsyn. Well, and the other main reason I went with Libsyn is because their statistics are amazing. Uh, they have really accurate statistics, and I didn't know how I would track downloads with Amazon probably again probably some of the people are listening going or thinking well that's really easy idiot <laughs> but um I didn't know how to do it and you know I obviously wanted to know how many people were listening and um the Lipson statistics are are super great I mean it's they're really good they break every single little thing down I mean I can even tell how many people listen in Instacast or the the iTunes podcast app. I mean, it, it breaks everything down. And again, maybe Amazon S3 does that too. I just, I didn't know if they do. Yeah. And that's, yeah, the 
the one plug-in I know that if there's somebody listening, then maybe they'll be, again, you can send me an email if you like. I'd love to hear from folks. But uh, that's at sskTn.com slash contact and love to hear your feedback and, you know, things where myself or a guest has said something goofy or something you disagree with, we'll happily hear from you and do feedback, follow-up, whatever on future episodes because we're all, like uh, Adam has said, and I know I've hopefully said we're still all learning and figuring this out as we go and we're always open for new advice and ideas to make things a little easier or sound better or get spread the word of our podcast but um another one that's popular i know is blueberry power press which is one i, I was like you i avoided using a plug-in for podcasting because it, it seemed to make things more confusing yeah. um, for some reason one thing that i've loved about and i use it now on sskTN the blueberry power press plugin is it makes it really easy to use it for if you're doing something like what I'm doing with a podcast network or whatever you want to call it. Um, saying network makes it feel like it's more important <laughs> than just like me and a couple of buddies doing a show. But yeah, but um, so category uh, posting of shows or category based shows is what it handles really well. And so when I started a revision of SSKTN uh, a little while ago, I thought oh, I'm just going to try it from the beginning with this. Power, Blueberry PowerPress plugin, and it works really well. Plus, it has um, builds the feeds for you and all that kind of stuff for iTunes, really well. But they do also yeah. have a stats system as well that you can, I think, you can pay for. Uh, don't quote me on that. But um, so it could be an addition if you maybe if you're starting out. I guess is what I'm getting at is, and you use you know DreamHost or some other web host, and long term long term you wouldn't want to use them for your storage and all that kind of stuff because it's going to be slower, etc. But maybe just to try out the waters of podcasting something like that uh, with blueberry power press and their stats thing you could get by and at least get a general idea and get started with so yeah i think one of the other reasons i didn't go with one of those plugins was because at least the one i was checking out like you had to use their uh uh the audio player skin like you, you, they gave you a couple choices and that was it and oh, yeah. i didn't like i didn't like any of those yeah <laughs> That I'm really picky about like the design details and stuff, so I wanted it to look a specific way, and so I basically just had to do it myself rather than use the plugin. Right. Yeah. What are you using for your play? Because again, going back to the design of the, sh- the site, uh, I'm using. Um, let me pull it up here. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm using uh, Media Element JS. Uh, Yep, I'm using Media Element JS, and they have several uh, skins as well. And the the way I wanted it to look was they had one that was really close, so I just I just used that. So I didn't actually create that skin or you know buy a PSD or something and you know, chop it all up. So I would highly recommend Media Element JS. It's super simple to implement, and uh, I think they even have a WordPress plugin. Yeah, they do. I'm just looking here, and uh, that's another good way of, of uh, if you're sort of rolling your own stuff, um, but wanting to stay, because especially you know, with audio, and if you want to do video too, it supports that, but um, with audio yeah. players and supporting all the, like, flash fallback to old devices, plus yeah. new iPhones and whatever else comes along, letting someone else sort of figure that out for you. <laughs> yeah, just totally. Plug-in is kind of nice, so... Um, 
I think that's a, that's the sort of lit, list litany of stuff that I usually talk about. Um, one of the things I often ask folks at the end is uh, for some suggestions of podcasts that you listen to. Um, and so, yeah, do you have any off the top of your head? Or oh yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Actually, I'm trying <laughs> to think of. Um, I guess what would be my favorite podcasts? Um, <laughs> well, now that you asked me, I'm not going to be able to think. Yeah. Of it, but um, <laughs> I, I should start. I, I'm, you know, you'd think by seven episodes, I'd have this figured out that I should warn people ahead of time. That I'm going to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you just you 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 did something really good here because at the end of my show, I like to ask people like what they're listening to or they have a favorite book or favorite film and. And everyone's always like, everyone's always like, uh, you know, (laughs) and so now that just happened to me, I'm like, ah, that's hard to answer actually, you know, (laughs) if you haven't been thinking about it. So actually I got um, a a message from Cameron Mall. He said, make sure you put Adam on the spot at the very end because he did it to me. And no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, podcast that I listened to, probably my favorite shows would be, um, something like, uh. Uh, this American Life, but I don't really consider that. I mean, that's also a radio show, so it's not. Yeah, it's it is. It is a podcast, and and I, I listen to it as a podcast because I don't listen to it live. But um, it's not really fair to count that one because <laughs> it's a hugely popular radio show. But This American Life, for sure. That's actually guess, sorry to interrupt you. The for <laughs> for somebody who's listened to uh, the episode five, which my brain's getting all confused here because that was actually just released on Tuesday. But anyways. Um, that's the show I was trying to think of when I was talking with uh, JD and uh, Brian. I'm dropping my brain's falling out of my head right now, but uh, I was trying to list, <laughs> think of this show. And we we're talking about this PBS show that I listened to, and I can't remember what it is. And anyways, so that's oh yeah. So I'm actually just later. pulling up my Instacast here to yeah. Look at the I'm shows stalling for you. To- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, keep talking. <laughs> um, that's actually the other thing I ask is uh, apps. Are you using Instacast primarily? Is that yeah, I've used Instacast since the beginning, and I love it. And maybe they'll sponsor my show someday. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fantastic app. So, um, uh, my podcast listening has changed up a bit because some of my favorite shows no longer exist now. Um, but I used to listen to uh, Build and Analyze and Hypercritical and the Talk Show religiously on Five by Five. And um, uh, well, the Talk Show is still going, but. Uh, but I would say so currently, um, the incomparable or incomparable, however you want to pronounce it, um, on five by five is I've recently discovered that show, but it's been going for a couple of years and I love it because it's not really about the web or technology, but it's done by web and technology people. And, uh, it's just a great show about movies and music and books and comics and culture and, and, um, mm-hmm. and they're all like super nerdy guys and, um, you know, go into such detail about, uh, the, that type of stuff, you know, uh, film yeah, and- that's, uh, for me, I know I, I resisted subscribing to that one for so long cause it's, the episodes are longer. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're, they're an hour and a half. I guess I shouldn't talk for almost an hour here anyway. <laughs> too, but, <laughs> and sometimes it seems like the topics aren't really what I enjoy. And then, but then I just kind of, and this is being kind of whatever dumb about it but you know i just decided well i i can give myself the freedom to not listen to every episode of every podcast i subscribe to which sounds silly but that was kind of like stressing me out you know it's sort of the whole inbox zero thing in your instacast thing but totally uh finally i was just like no i can just say i i listened to it nobody has to know that i didn't actually listen to it 
So sorry, Jason Snell, if you happen to listen. Actually, he's yeah, a good, I, that's a good idea of somebody I should have on because I know he does a very meticulous editing job on that show. But anyways. Yeah, he actually he wrote a post that uh, helped me a lot when I was getting started about just his whole front-to-back workflow with, with uh, GarageBand. So, oh. um, I'll have to dig that up. So, uh, yeah, um, I've been listening to lately Neutral, Marco Arment's new car podcast, and, um, and that's pretty good. Um, I listen to the Shop Talk show. Um, I really enjoy that one. And, man, there's just so many. The Big Web show. Uh, yeah, The East Wing, obviously. Tim Smith, great show. Command Space. Uh, just a bunch of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could go on and on um, about podcasts. So, uh, all those ones I mentioned are great. Oh, one more. Well, two more. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Bizcraft from Unmatched Style, really, really good show. I'm really interested in business, obviously. So that show and the Businessology show with my friends Jason Blummer and Dan Mall is a great show too. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> no one's gonna remember all those shows I just listed. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I've got them in the show notes, so folks can find those again at sskt.com. But uh, yeah, I think I'm, I've got... I'm a recent convert to back to work as well. Do you ever listen to that show with Merlin Mann? Yeah, I've been a big Merlin fan from way back in the day, and so I've sort of followed him wherever he landed, and I was really excited to hear him do a podcast. And yeah, it's been good. There's it's hit and miss as far. <laughs> Sorry, Merlin, if you happen to somehow <laughs> listen to this, but as far not the the show itself isn't hit and miss, but um, just sometimes the topics are right in my wheelhouse and what I need to hear that week, and other times it's kind of just good background noise of two guys excitedly talking about comics. But uh, yeah, so. Well, I haven't listened to it since the beginning, so I don't really know. I remember listening to the first episode when it came out because that's when I was first discovering 5 by 5 and Dan Benjamin and all that. But um, And I never really listened to it again after that first episode until recently. And I've been kind of like, man, why have I not been listening to this show? It's so great. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm loving that show. They did a series on uh, just sort of, well, Merlin's thing of getting things done and stuff. They had a two or three episode arc on that that was really good and... Um, and even the con- like I was, I was joking about the comics thing it's just kind of funny I'm not really a huge comics guy but it's interesting to hear that's what yeah. podcasting is fun for is hearing somebody else who's passionate about something talk about it and I wouldn't read a blog post that long about po- comics but I'll listen to them yak about comics for 15 minutes because they yeah. love it and they have fun with it so also this show uh, show me your mic I listened to this one. <laughs> oh, thank you that's like a <laughs> good little plug um Okay, you're at, uh, I think, 13 or so there, so I'll have to start charging you <laughs> if you list more. <laughs> no. Okay, just three more. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's what's good, because actually um, uh, on episode five of the sh- this show, which was with the Wave Files show guys, there's we, we were talking, and um, they use uh, they use uh, Google Plus a little bit, or they're part of Google Plus anyways, they're a community of podcasters on Google Plus, which in the web dev community, Google Plus kind of has this like, you know, yeah, eh, not really going to go there. It's a ghost town, and I rightfully so, I think. But what I found, anyways, is on there. And welcome to any of the listeners who have come here from that that community on there. There's, as it relates, if you're in a specific niche and you find a community about on there, there's a whole bunch of podcast folks on there, and that's where I'm greeting and meeting a lot of folks who are going to be coming on future episodes of this show, and. uh 
Oh, cool. And subscribing, like happy to subscribe just because I linked to the show and who knows if they'll stick around, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, we'll see if they, if they're disappointed in the show, but, um, but yeah, just uh, an interesting little angle, I guess, a place to plug your show and get, meet some other folks who are into podcasting and, um, and sort of, which again, like I said, the web dev community kind of turns its nose a little bit up at Google and, and maybe rightfully so, because in a year from now, they'll probably kill Google plus and <laughs> replace it with Google plus plus or something. But <laughs> yeah. and at any rate, I digress, but a little plug for the poor little struggling Google. Uh, yeah. So uh, aside from the, I guess the gently mad, which is at the gently where can folks find you, follow you, stalk you, whatever. Um, Online. I would say I'm, I'm AV Clark on Twitter and also avclark.com, which my blog used to be the gently mad. And now that I haven't moved it yet, but that's what will be at avclark.com soon. So that'd probably be the best place. Cool. All right. Uh, my thanks to Adam for joining me on show me your mic and, uh, be sure to visit sskTn.com to find out all the links to all the stuff we've talked about. Adam's 13 podcasts that he listens to, <laughs> <laughs> among others. Um, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm iChris on Twitter. SSKTN is on Twitter at SSKTN. Facebook.com slash SSKTN. Google plus.com slash, no, plus.google.com slash some obscure <laughs> URL <laughs> that Google hasn't decided yet. Um, and, uh, yeah, be sure to visit sktn.com for interviews with other podcasters on this show. Like I said, there's other shows I do. Too Lazy to Blog, which is kind of a roundtable discussion show. Lost in Lemon is a show I do with my brother-in-law. He's in Australia. I'm in Canada. And we talk about things. <laughs> and that's a great <laughs> pitch for that show. <laughs> and uh, yes, thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Show Me Your Mic on the SSKTN Podcast Network. Follow along on Twitter at SSKTN or like us on Facebook.com slash SSKTN. Be sure to visit SSKTN.com for interviews with other podcasters, as well as learn about other shows we produce, such as Welcome to the Internet, Too Lazy to Blog, and Lost in Lemon.